This is the Pirate Radio Podcast. Garrett Saylor joining us to kick things off. He will join us here to kick off hour number one. Carter Spivey joining us in hour two. And Josh Gross got the W yesterday. He'll join us in hour three. Brian Bailey also a part of today's show. We got Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt, the big dog Glenn Griffin here with us as well. And your comments. And uh, right now we'll welcome in East Carolina starter, reliever wherever you need him garrett sailor joining us garrett how you doing man doing good appreciate you joining us coming off two good midweek starts for you we'll talk about that but first let's talk about what happened most recently be they uh very good team this weekend very good hitting team held their bats at bay very good pitching weekend got the sweep over missouri state uh, you guys had to be fired up after that Yeah, it was a great win uh we knew they were a good opponent coming in um so we had to stick to a strict game plan and um I felt like we stuck to that all weekend. Uh, hitters did their job this weekend, and then obviously uh, pitchers did their job too. It was a uh, team win across the board all weekend long, 16-4 and four after 20 games. Garrett, do you look at that at all? I know you look at your individual performance, how you're doing, how you can get better. How about overall as a team, 20 games in, 16-4? and four. Yeah. That, that make you smile? Yeah, 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 of course it does. I mean, uh, winning games is not easy in college baseball, so – um yeah we're not we're not really focused on the like our overall record but uh we're just focused on winning baseball games Garrett, let's talk about uh your performances the during the midweek since we've last talked to you you got the start against queens i believe and uh that you faced the, that bagwell kid who yeah. decided to throw 129 pitches i believe and, yeah uh almost went the distance pirates able to get to him get to the bullpen win that game uh as they do but you yourself i know you got off to a bit of a, a struggle mm-hmm. early and and then kind of the garrett sailor story this is what he does bounce back yeah. face adversity and able to to gut out more innings keep your team in the game and it led to a win yeah i think uh yeah those first two innings i wasn't myself and then um that third inning i kind of kind of got pissed off and uh hit a groove and went from there how about uh the start against william and mary uh seven strikeouts no walks that's uh yeah. that's a number you want every game yeah. right yeah i mean i don't really care about the strikeouts but i do care about the walks and um i, I want my walks to be low so uh, i'm just focused on attacking the zone and uh letting the hitters get themselves out you got you gave up eight hits how many of those were like solid contact hits um there, there were a couple that were solid <laughs> yeah. contact hits but i mean you did have a couple that found holes but i mean that's gonna happen in in baseball like josh moylan yesterday four for four yeah uh what three doubles two doubles and two singles yeah. and two of those were bloops that yeah. he'll take right well, yeah it happens I, mean, I would i would definitely take it. <laughs> uh and i guess the flip side of that is when you give up solid contact and mm-hmm. amac makes a stab down at third yeah. or somebody make a yeah. riley johnson makes a great catch right yeah our defense is, is great right now um it's easy pitching knowing knowing that they're going to make the plays behind you. And another thing you want to do midweek, you want to win the game, you want to have a good performance, but just eating innings, getting to the sixth inning is huge, especially in a five-game week yeah. for you guys, right? Yeah, you, yeah, I mean, usually midweeks are, are a staff day, um, but we've we've played some midweeks uh, now that we're um, pitching into the sixth inning, which is it's good. It saves our bullpen for the weekend, um, but yeah. And throwing 82 pitches. Do, when you go out there for a midweek start, does – cliff or uh, ak do they say all right give us two give us three or do they say here's the ball get us what yeah, you can yeah it's it's get what you can but um 
Coach G makes an emphasis about just closing out innings. So I'm going out there thinking I'm just going to throw one inning, and if if I have enough, I'll go back out. So um, that's kind of my mindset is just going inning by inning. And, man, that has become a trend with this team. You during the midweek, and then we saw your Savage go lengthy the other night. Um, saw Gross yesterday do the same thing. Carter Spivey goes five, which is a yeah. you know a pretty good number as well. You get yeah. that quality start. Mm-hmm. So that has been a, a very good trend for this ECU yeah, pitching staff. it's path. awesome. I mean, la- last year we kind of struggled with that. Um, we-, we had to go to our bullpen quite a bit last year. Um, but this year – I mean Trey Spives and, and Gross. It's um, it's that it's awesome seeing them go out there, go in the distance, uh, and it saves our bullpen um, throughout the season. So yeah. Each of the starters on the weekend go a hundred plus pitches. You went eighty plus uh, during your midweek start. Does the number increase as the year goes on? Does it the yeah, arm I feel mean, any different? I mean that was only my second start of the year, so. Um, trying to trying to still do the ramp up process uh definitely ak didn't want me to throw 100 pitches which that would probably killed me but uh yeah it went 60 against queens and then 80 uh the next week so yeah uh and were you available this weekend yeah i was um i wasn't available on friday or saturday but i was on sunday okay and uh Groves did most of the work yeah, on yes Sunday and yes uh which means you will be available. Do you know if you'll be getting the start on Wednesday? Um I no. No, I have no. I don't know. You'll find out yeah. at some point. Yeah, find out today or tomorrow. And uh another big league park come or uh, minor league park coming up for you guys. It'll be a, a big game against Campbell. Uh, down in Fayetteville, kind of in Chandler's neck of the woods. Chandler, you're going to be going to that. Have you been to that ballpark before? Yes, I have. It's a uh, it's the Fayetteville Woodpecker Stadium. It's a single A uh, stadium, but man, it's a beautiful ballpark. They've got a, uh, a a bar in right field, and it's right there in the downtown area of Fayetteville. So you guys will like. It. Have you ever been there? No, it's new, isn't it? Yeah, it's about I would say three, four mm-hmm. years. Yeah, ago. yeah. I've never been there, but I've looked it up, and it looks pretty nice. Yeah, so. I think you guys are going to enjoy playing there. And it's probably going to be another example, too, Garrett, where you leave the friendly confines of Clark LeClaire and you walk into an environment that is mostly Pirate fans. Yeah. yeah. Like, you've done that a lot this year, right? It feels like every game. <laughs> like it's it's weird, man, but it's it's awesome. Uh, our fans are great, uh, and it's great having them support us even on the road. Yeah, and uh, we saw that in Chapel Hill, which there were a lot of Tar Heel fans, but a ton of Pirate fans saw it, I'm sure, uh, when you played against Queens, which after the game, they even flashed up Pirates win, and I guess it was a neutral site. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, Yeah, they flashed up Pirates win, and then they they had like the LED lights that flickered. Even in the Duke game, uh, mostly Pirate fans. Yes, mostly Pirate fans. uh, Just uh, great to see the Pirate support, and uh, folks were out there in the cold uh, this weekend, when uh, those Missouri State bats went cold. So they had, I think, what, 30 home runs coming in maybe and left Greenville with 30 home runs. Yeah. I mean, just uh, yeah. pretty impressive to, to quiet those bats. Yeah, I mean, our pitchers did a good job. Uh, AK had a good plan for us. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they're, they're a really good offense, but um, I, I felt like we um, held our own this weekend with them. And every week it seems like the Pirates make a rally, and we talk about it every Monday, whether we're talking to you hitter, to the hitters or mm-hmm. you pitchers, that you got in that situation on Saturday, mm-hmm. you're behind, but, I mean, the mood in the dugout had to be, yeah. we're going to win this game. Yeah, I mean, we've I think we've come from behind in like eight games of our 20 or something like that, but um, I, we, we never count ourselves out. Uh, we, we know we're we're going to find a way. We know we can find a way. So, 
And it's not the only way you're winning games. Friday, uh, pitchers duel, and your Savage does his job, the bullpen does their job, and you end up having to hang on to a lead. And kind of the same yesterday where you guys pile up some runs towards the end and make it look like a, a blowout. But uh, you guys are finding different ways to win ball games. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not easy to win college baseball games. But, yeah, we're finding our way. Uh, we tend to, to um, feed off of, like, one base at a time. So, um, and that just goes a long way uh, with this program. Garrett Saylor joining us. If you have a question for Garrett or a comment, you can get it in now. We'll read those a little bit later on in our segment. But uh, a couple other news and notes. Congratulations, Trey Savage, the pitcher of the week in the American. Um, I think Josh Groves took those honors last week. So y'all are just trading that around yeah. like the 90s Braves yeah. were yeah. trading awards mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Glavin, Maddox, Smoltz. Um, and also East Carolina in the top 10, staying in the top 10 in D1 baseball. And did I see in the top 10 now for Baseball America? Yes, I believe. And a lot of Pirate fans say Baseball America hates East Carolina and all that. Well, now they can't do anything but put them up there in the polls. Again, this is for people listening, not for you, Garrett. I know you don't care about no, this stuff. No, not at all. doesn't matter where you are now. matters uh, where you are at the end. That's I right. went to um, – Man, it was a lot of fun last Sunday to go to the women's basketball NCAA selection show reveal, Mm -hmm. and we were in that same room you guys were in when you found out that you were a national seed last year, and similar circumstances where we knew both in that baseball selection show and the women's show that East Carolina was getting in. We just didn't know where, Mm -hmm. but the how about when you saw that? Well, let's go back to that. How surprised were you that uh, you guys were top eight? Or, or not? maybe not how surprised, but like how amazing was that to see that you yeah, were top it was, eight? It was amazing to see that. I mean, I don't – I wouldn't say we didn't think we could be in it, but, um, but yeah, it was it was awesome to see that we were a national seed. You're yeah. definitely thinking we're going to host a regional. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we obviously thought we were going to host a regional. Um, we didn't know we were going to host a super regional, so that was, that was pretty cool. Yeah, you see that moment and um, – how quickly does it go from celebrating to all right? Let's let's focus. Did Cliff let you yeah, cheer I mean, for a little while, yeah, a couple had, days? Or yeah, we had that day because um, yeah. we had that day. And that was a Monday when mm-hmm. you guys do it. Yeah. yeah, we had that day to cheer about it and then uh, practice on Tuesday. Yeah, and get right back to work. And uh, what a fun couple of weekends that was in Greenville. We hope to have that coming up later on this calendar year. Uh, if the Pirates can keep on rolling. All right, Garrett Saylor is here. Once again, if you have a question, get it in. We've got uh, a few uh, questions on Twitter we're going to get to. Um, And I have a question that I've been meaning to ask you since the beginning of the season. I forget every Monday. This kind of goes along with that. Uh, But Chad says, Garrett, are you a hat guy or a shoe guy? Hat guy. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's with. It doesn't have to be one or the other. It could be both. Mm-hmm. But uh, how well, many how yeah. many hats do you own? Do you think? Oh, I feel. I kind of feel like I'm a hat and shoe guy because I have a lot of shoes. Um, I probably have maybe 15, 20 hats. Yeah, that are, that are in the rotation that you can uh, wear. Usually, it's it's like a rotation between five. Yeah, I, I got, got some you. old ones that I don't wear anymore. You got to narrow it down. Yeah. How about the shoes? Like, what kind of uh, what are your favorite shoes that you own? Um, the on clouds are the shoes that i've been wearing recently they're most comfortable but those i got some adidas shoes but yeah yeah, those are kind of my rotation my question is it's a moldy park question first of all what color is your glove color um well i on the website when i was designing it it said mint green okay so when 
I got it, it was like teal. Yeah. But now now it's kind of like faded into back into the green. <laughs> the one. All right. I question two: Why the the green? Um, uh, Cooch got a mint glove last year, and I really liked it. And I was like, ah, this is last year. Kind of want to go all out, so went with the the mint green okay all right and that's what i I was gonna say so you guys do they like bring gloves to you no we um we so with our deal with rawlings um they send out a link and then we go on like the glove customizer and you can customize it like on a laptop on a phone so what all are you customizing within the glove uh we customize the web the color of the glove the stitching the laces uh the patches wow Mm -hmm. yeah we customize the whole thing does it have like your name autographed on it or anything yeah you can put that you can customize it like that yeah all right cool cool um what's the best way to break in a glove how do you break in your glove i just play catch with it like some some people i um i used to run it under like hot water just to um form it and then i'd just play catch with it but i don't i don't like when i see people steam their gloves that kind of just ruins the leather um i don't like hitting it with a mallet i just (laughs) <laughs> so, some people some of the guys on the team will go to the um the hitting indoor and just catch balls off the machine to break oh yeah that mm-hmm. makes sense so, yeah I, that, that used to be fun getting a new glove mm-hmm. and then i don't know you like put a ball in it tie a rubber band yeah, around I, I, it that my stuff. dad used to do that for me when i was young yeah we're old yeah, yeah. that's that's yeah. old school way of yeah. doing it like drive over with a car or something like yeah, that i've seen that before. um and then that was getting a new glove that was fun uh, and then i i got a wilson a2000 that i used mm-hmm. like ever since i went from like little league to the big ballpark mm-hmm. basically babe ruth in high school and just having that same glove for like 10 years yeah. was awesome too yeah, i've had i've yeah i had one of those gloves when i was young um but now like we get a new glove every year yeah so and you're you're i mean you filled your position you take pride in it yeah. but oh, you're yeah. not getting a whole lot of balls hit your way no. <laughs> so it's about looks at this yeah. point almost that's right all right there's the story behind the mint green teal back to mint green glove yeah, coach he doesn't like it too. <laughs> he, he just said as, as long as i pitch good yeah uh, you start giving up care. hits and walks you're gonna have to go to a brown yeah i'll, I'll, have to, glove. I'll to go to my my last year glove what uh you got the white ish cleats what is it, um, this year or what are you wearing this year uh i'm wearing like they're like white and purple yeah like mostly purple okay yeah. all right uh and you guys choose your own cleats too uh i mean adidas gives us like cleats to but we we don't we don't get to customize our own cleats but yeah they just give them out um before the season starts um saw you break out the pinstripe jerseys this week while we're talking fashion i've heard in fact spencer brickhouse i think talked about this that they are some of the most appealing to look at for pirate fans pirate fans love them i've heard they were a little uncomfortable is that uh, true I, to mean, you or? I mean they're they're a thick jersey i mean i definitely think they look good um but they're one of those like anytime we wear like a full button down jersey it, it tends to like come out of like you have to constantly like keep tucking it in but i mean i don't i don't have a problem with them and i believe it's the first time we've talked since you guys broke out the um powder purples Mm -hmm. in fact good job keeping that under wraps we were here two mondays ago about to wrap up the show and chandler saw it on social media and uh you and spivey and gross didn't say anything about it so good good work by you guys Gross didn't even know about him (laughs) and he was upset he wasn't in the promo yeah i think it was you 
Uh, and a couple, uh, it was two other players. Hoover and, was Hoover in it? Yeah. And JC? Yeah, that I think that's yesterday, it. yesterday, that was good. I liked that one. Oh, the video? Yeah, the video. Yeah, that was good. You couldn't see Josh Moylan in a sombrero, but Moylan he was, was in, in the room. Moylan was in there? We're going to have no, to do another one with one. him because it was Hoover up front, uh, JC, myself, Chandler, and there's a man in the back with a sombrero jumping up and down. That's Moylan. Hoove was in it too? Hoove is right up front. Uh, out to, yeah. I, I really only saw JC. <laughs> yeah. He kind of stole the show. Hoove was right up front. I got to go back and watch it then. I'm surprised with a man of the stature of Hoove. You didn't yeah. see him. Yeah. Big, for real. big fella. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Uh, Adam. So I saw this with. Uh, I feel like this is a sacrifice thing because I saw it with a bunt too, but. Adam says, I noticed after a Hoover sack fly RBI, he was picked up and carried back to the dugout, high-fiving everyone. Is that something new or improvised on the spot? Uh, it's, we used to do – I remember my freshman year when we did it. But, um, like, after somebody gets, like, a sack RBI or RBI, sack fly, whatever it is, like, we go and pick them up, like, meaning we go and high-five them, congratulate them. But um, we've kind of just kind of made it into a joke, like, literally pick them up. Yeah, so, so we had Jake Hunter do that. Uh, Figuratively picking them up, now literally picking yes. them up, yeah. like they pick the team up. Um, I used to love the sacrifice would get the mini traffic cone too. Well, I mean, we can't use props now, so yeah. Uh, which if you saw our video, that's yeah. what we were making fun yeah. of uh, earlier today. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Intern Alexis just left with her scooter. She's about to scoot around downtown Greenville. I don't know, that's an interesting way to get around. I've never done that. I think it's pretty cool, actually. Other than like up and down the driveway as a kid, maybe. It's a popular thing on campus. Yeah. They used to have those scooters that you had to pay for. Do they still have those, Gary? No, 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 no. Uh, no. They, they got used rid to have of the them. bikes, too. They, I, I remember the bikes. Well, they got rid of those. Because apparently uh, some folks were People throwing them off of buildings and. Yeah throwing them into the you river. You could hop on one of those little like robot delivery things. Uh, I was going to ask Eric about those. You getting anywhere anytime fast. <laughs> <laughs> Have you used one of those to order food uh, or anything? No, yeah. I'm not. Because, because I mean, it, it'll take you 45 minutes just to get your food because those things go about five miles an hour. Yeah. That Maybe is a that. whole nother level of laziness in yeah. my opinion. Oh, yeah. That's just my opinion. Yeah. I saw I saw on Twitter like a couple weeks ago one was in like the the creek at the end of college hill at the bottom of college hill i saw one get run over by like a train yeah yeah it's very sad those robots have feelings yeah. <laughs> i apologize i don't like it man i'm scared of robots taking over the world i've seen many, i've seen westworld i've seen irobot seen all those uh sci-fi movies we're getting closer to that being a reality folks i know humans ruin everything but robots can too all right let's uh get back to garrett sailor who joins us here in the pirate radio studios we'll talk uh march madness brackets what a fun four days of basketball we'll update the pirate radio standings uh in the bracket challenge no real surprise who's on top garrett but i mean you know yeah, yeah. some things just the that's the way it's supposed to be uh but right now we're inside the delcor players lounge and uh garrett we like to take questions from the audience each and every week a lot of food related questions each and every week always food because that's something we all have in common we all eat Mm -hmm. so uh, people are interested about Uh, that love to eat Uh, i love this question from gay stalling she asked it last week uh, to the hitters we'll ask the pitchers this week what is your favorite home-cooked meal Mm. um my mom makes a good poppy seed chicken 
kind of like a chicken casserole. Mm. Uh, that's that was, that's probably my favorite home cooked meal. Could you uh, describe what's in the casserole? Um, so obviously chicken, and then it's like cream, something, something, some type of soup. Yeah, and then um, cheese and like breadcrumbs are all yeah all over it. I so, could yeah. I could go for that. Uh, speaking of chicken, how do you like your chicken? Fried, baked, or grilled? Mm, probably fried. All right, I like fried chicken. But yeah, especially as a pitcher for ECU baseball, you get those ten strikeouts. Yeah, I'll get a free chicken leg. Yeah, time. yeah, I'll steal somebody's ticket and get a free chicken leg. I was calling Josh Gross the chicken man, but he was the only starter this weekend that didn't uh, pitch on a ten strikeout day. Yeah, he. Uh, I think he did last weekend. <laughs> yeah, he this, did. This weekend he only had five, which, yeah. which is fine. Uh, and we'll talk to him about that. I heard his post game with Coach O and coach o pointing out how well he was you know pitching to contact soft contact weak contact so more than uh and how about you garrett did you like those ground ball outs you're also run up yeah. the strikeouts but hey however you get the out right yeah i mean when you get those ground ball outs pop fly outs your pitch count is more likely to be down which is which is good you get out of the inning quicker but i mean obviously strikeout's pretty cool too garrett uh you an android or iphone guy? iphone okay um toilet paper roll over or under we were talking about yeah, this talked uh, about this earlier um uh, never really thought about it but i think uh over yeah i didn't think about it i didn't know it was a thing until working here at pirate radio and troy is a germaphobe <laughs> and it was and made sure that when you put the toilet and it makes sense now that i think about it you put the toilet ro- paper roll uh in its holder make sure it's going over you're pulling it from over rather than under Mm -hmm. so there you go uh learn something new so one thing i've learned all these years being (laughs) on fire radio uh there's a question about uh message boards and hoist the colors garrett you don't bother yourself with that no although there are a lot of good hitting tips up there i must say yeah alec makarevich uh somebody got on him and then he went four for four with two home runs yeah i'm sure amac saw that (laughs) and then this week uh somebody said we need to bench jacob jenkins howard uh coward alongside with lane hoover and then jc homered his next at bat so really it's all about motivating you guys that's what it's all about some of our fans can be a little ruthless 16 and 4 top 10 Mm -hmm. all these regionals and super regionals but uh yeah you got hoover 300 career hitter you guys can do better yeah i don't i don't want to i don't want to bench him okay jc's gonna have a good year too so i think so i think he's i think everybody's doing pretty good at this point uh and then ryan this is uh do you know this reference this is will farrell doing harry carey on saturday night live in the 90s uh he says if you were a hot dog and you were starving would you eat yourself it's a good question yeah it's good i probably not uh if I eat myself, I I die. I guess. Right. I mean, I don't I don't know. Maybe like little bites at a time. Right. Yeah. yeah. Just kind of nibble. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little little nibble. On nibble the on the arm. Something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in that scenario, do you still have like veins? Like what? Yeah. What does the inyard of your hot dog skin mm-hmm. consist of? Yeah. Because if it's all just hot dog, you could nibble for a while. Yeah. Before you lose everything. So, mm-hmm. great question. Uh, good answer, Garrett Saylor. <laughs> Uh, if you guys have any, feel free to chime in on Facebook or YouTube. Uh, Craig, this is an interesting question. Uh, what charity is most important to you and why? <laughs> do, do you know there, or let's say you uh, one day have a financial windfall. What would uh, you 
donate probably, your money to probably childhood cancer research research um i had a one of my best friends growing up uh we were 12 when he was diagnosed with uh brain cancer and he passed away when we were 14 hmm. but um yeah all right childhood cancer uh yeah great cause good answer um all right i'm gonna try to get garrett to answer this so he said this was craig said i know the next opponent is always most important but do you mind if uh when you look at the schedule could you name an opponent you're looking forward to facing so campbell's number one yeah campbell yeah campbell is number one looking forward to facing um and then you got let's see you got another uncw yeah, I want, game I want, I want the revenge against uh uncw um nc state is always uh something to look forward to obviously that's right in conference odu um pretty good opponent always have a really good offense um i think charlotte would be is going to be a good game too we get to play that at um truest park in downtown charlotte which is awesome you got these these huge conference series going on but mm-hmm. we're talking about a lot of these midweek games yeah, these that midweek are games important. Are really important um and we're facing really good uh really good teams um but yeah uh, I, i've probably asked you this garrett who what team uh do you want to beat the most in the league who's the in the league the most chattery was it Tulane you guys said, or who um, was it that you... I mean, la- last year we didn't have a good series against Tulane, so yeah, I think um, going into this year we're going to want to have a better series there. Um, but yeah, I think Tulane has been the most chatty. Like, our, our I, would, I would say our conference is, is pretty good with, with stuff like that. Um, but yeah, Tulane would probably be one i'm looking forward to all right um so all right hey look thank you for answering that honestly but uh obviously the most important game uh is the next one. Oh, sorry that was adam uh who asked that question not craig craig you get no credit although your charity question was good too thank you uh for your questions today i'm trying to let me look back and see if we had any last week for the hitters that i can pass along to you guys uh, from a week ago, somebody asked about Josh Gross's grill. Chris Cunningham wanted to know why his grill always looked that dirty. No, so. uh, uh-uh. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, <laughs> no. Gross. Me and Gross actually, he 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 cooks it. But uh, I go over there over to their house like once a week. We'll we grilled out a salmon the other night. Uh, okay. Usually, usually it's steaks, but he's he's got a blackstone, but he keeps that thing clean. All right. So uh, there's two sides to every story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes three sides, but <laughs> that's Garrett's uh, opinion on the matter. Uh, this one got some controversy last week. In fact, they got Cliff Godwin tweeting about it. Mm. We asked the hitters uh, the best. Uh, Steve said the best player all time in each of the big four sports, and we had a basketball debate going. But let's run through those real quick. First of all, do you follow hockey at all? No. All right, so we'll go Wayne Gretzky for that one. He is the oh, great yeah. one. Yeah, obviously. All right, so Garrett, in your opinion, best, uh, let's go football player of all time, NFL player. Mm. What Position or like like all around? See, it's so difficult to do. Yeah. You could easily say Brady because he has all yeah, the I, rings. I would, but, I would say Brady for quarterback. Yeah. Um, How about best non-quarterback, though, in your opinion? Mm. I feel like if Bo Jackson would have played for a little, for longer, he would he would be the best. I like that answer. Um, Bo knows. Yeah. All right. Uh, how about baseball? baseball? MLB. Right now, right now it's Mike Trout. But all time, um, one could argue. Yeah. By the way, Shohei Otani is the best yeah, player. Shohei all all around best player. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Um, and then all time the guys went Babe Ruth. 
Uh, I think uh, Moylan might have said think, King Griffey Jr. I don't, yeah, I, I don't. I would not go Babe Ruth, just because it's different time period. Yeah, uh, tough to judge those. King, Moylan's answer is pretty. That's pretty good. I like King Griffey Jr. Griffey definitely made baseball cool when I was a kid. Uh, just the swing, the backwards yeah. hat. Seattle had like the cool uniforms and yeah. everything. Um, all right, hoops. Best NBA player of all time. Uh, it's so it's so hard. Um, but I I see like these videos all the time of like people comparing, and there was one the other day. It was about um, they were saying like people aren't scared. They respect LeBron, but they're not. They don't fear LeBron, but they fear Jordan. So I think I think I'm gonna have to go Jordan. All right, there you go. Some people like that answer. Some don't. It is uh, controversial. Coach, you will like that answer. <laughs> that, yeah, uh, stay in his good side at least for the next few months. All right. Um, yeah, we asked the hitters. Martin uh, asked, "Do chicks dig the long ball?" Yeah. I guess as a pitcher, chicks dig the the strikeout, yeah, the yeah. Uh, uh, the long ball. Yeah. I tell you what, dudes dig a ground ball to first, and the pitcher has to cover. Beautiful play in yeah, baseball. Yeah, I like that. Play. You guys do a good job. Y'all practice that a lot. Y'all do a great job. <laughs> yeah, on we practice that a whole lot. I can tell. Yeah, yeah, it's routine mm-hmm. to you guys. Uh, Moylan flip to mm-hmm. the pitcher. Beautiful thing. Uh, let's see. Favorite sport to watch uh, or play other than baseball? So first we'll go watch. What's your favorite sport to watch other than baseball? Other than baseball. Um, I like college. Fo- I like watching college football. All right. Uh-huh. And then, um, oh, yeah, we've already asked you. Yeah. I've asked you that two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. All right. Fair enough. Uh, what's uh, on your playlist right now, your go-to song? Mm-hmm. I don't know. The Morgan Wallen's new album is pretty good. I think uh, it's Hoover's new walkout. But Yeah, I heard that this one, weekend. 180 Lifestyle is pretty good right now. All right. Going with that. I saw, does Taylor Swift have a new album or is she just on tour? I saw J.J. Watt talking about it. I like the old T-Swift. The old T, the, the, the new T Swift's nah, not good. I, I I actually haven't heard it, but I like <laughs> I like the old T Swift. Uh, speaking of which, how did Pirate Idol go a couple weeks ago? We haven't got uh, an update good. on that. It was good. Um, had some had some pretty good singers up there. Well, who was the standout? Standout. Uh, who did we pick that one? Uh, Willie Lumpkin wasn't bad. Uh, Jordan Little. Jordan Little surprised us. He he gave us a good show. What was the song? Do you remember? Um, no, I don't remember the song. Uh, Nate Chrisman, uh, freshman infielder, he did a really good job. Um, he was he got into it. All right. Mm-hmm. I like. Um, by the way, speaking of walk up songs, I like Rasmussen's uh, Fergie. That is yeah. way out of left field. I, I like it. I, all these new guys, the new hitters. Um, yeah. Di- I like Dixon's walk out. I like Chrisman's walk up. I'm just curious how somebody his age has a somewhat random Fergie song from like the mid 2000s. Yeah, it seems seems kind of out of. <laughs> it does, but I enjoy it. I like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Good stuff. All right, uh, Garrett. Uh, big week on tap. Got some revenge uh, against Campbell coming up, and then George Mason this weekend. But. How about the uh, Camels? What do you remember about the the first outing, the six to five lost in extra innings? Yeah, um, I mean they're they're a really good team. I think they're ranked uh, now, but um, yep. I mean they're gritty, man. Uh, they always want to they always want to beat us. It's kind of it's kind of like a in state rivalry with them now. But um, yeah, I mean la- the last time we played them, we we walked a bunch of guys and um, we didn't play play to our our standard. Um, and I think I know if we play to our standards, we have a good chance of winning. It's kind of been a common theme. It's easy to say. It's very simplistic. But avoid the walks. You guys are beating just about everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
he, he, so, sometimes things don't go our way, but yeah, if we limit walks, then um, more likely to win ball games. George Mason coming in with a winning record this weekend, sitting at eleven and eight on the yeah. year, and. Uh, well, uh, I know you learn more about the teams as we get closer to the games, right? Yeah, so. yeah I, I I really don't know anything about George Mason. I think this will be my first time playing against them in my five years. Um, I know Coach P went to George Mason, so. Uh, but yeah, I don't. I, I haven't really. Um, I'm not really focused on them right now. Uh, we'll focus on them after after we play Campbell. Take care of the Camels on Wednesday. George Mason coming up this weekend. Uh, Garrett, thanks for hanging out with us, man. Good luck this week. Keep up the good work, and we'll talk to you again soon. Yes, sir. Thank you. Carter Spivey doing the job on Saturdays, and uh, he joins us now inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Carter, great weekend. Uh, sweep. You had a great performance, so uh, everything's going good, right? Oh, yeah. Can't complain. Well, that's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, let's talk about back-to-back solid performances by you, and I guess the 101 pitches thrown. That's that's the most for the year so far. That is correct. I think it's the most I've ever thrown. I think I got up to 98 last year. I think at Tulane. So 101s a new career high in pitches. All right. Uh, does it feel any different to you today? Or honestly, no. I feel pretty good. Okay. Pretty good. Uh, Josh says he tends to be i guess a little sore the day after and then two days after he kind of feels it more than anything how about you when you you throw that out like when is it most sore i guess uh the day after day after yeah i'm I'm a little different than most guys i get i get the most sore it's not even just my arm it's like my whole body maybe it's just i'm i'm an old man now but (laughs) but uh yeah usually the day after and uh you guys have one midweek game this week and it'll be on a wednesday you're used to playing tuesday so with no game tomorrow what does uh the schedule look like for you guys have a uh a crisp clean practice tomorrow get ready for uh for good game wednesday all right uh what's a crisp clean practice how long does that last for you guys uh probably about two hours and just get get some work in try not to be overly taxing on the bodies considering we played 10 uh 10 games the past two weeks but mm-hmm. uh just getting locked in ready to go for wednesday how about for you specifically uh knowing that uh your number is going to be called again this weekend so what are you doing this week uh well today i played light catch uh tomorrow will be a little little heavier intensity catch um and then wednesday i'll throw a I'll throw a bullpen and kind of repeat that whole cycle and get ready for uh for saturday well two great outings since we last talked to you uh, carter let's go back to the previous weekend when you guys faced liberty and uh, you pitched game one of a double header on that saturday six innings of work just one earned four strikeouts one walk uh, a very good number which we'll talk about as an entire staff you guys have done a tremendous job these last mm-hmm, couple weeks but sure. what was working for you through 92 pitches that day went uh through six innings so how about that performance for you uh, i mean yeah it was a, it was a good week a uh, good performance but um i think the main thing is like as a starting pitcher is you're trying to just give your team a chance to win and throw a lot of strikes get get weak contact you know strikeouts are obviously a plus but at the end of the day it's about getting getting outs and as few pitches as possible and go as deep in the game as you can yeah four k's that day uh in the win nine strikeouts against a very good missouri state hitting team you go five innings allow two earned on just four hits and uh nine strikeouts to two walks another great ratio for you there yep same thing there um obviously missouri state's a really good uh really good team and 
you know, just kind of trust the defense, throw strikes, and, you know, obviously had good stuff that day and was able to get a little bit more strikeouts. You want to, I guess, feel the same no matter if you're up there what the score is, but that was a game where runs were at a premium, mm-hmm. so you're you're trying to keep your team in the game, wait around. You know your offense is going to get there eventually. For sure. They do end up winning the game 4-3. to three. And then on Sunday – which there was a lot of runs scored late, but Gross is up there pitching with, say, a four, five, six run lead. Like, did, did you change anything when you're up by a lot to when you're when it's scoreless, or is it all the same? No, nah, you got to keep it all the same because the moment you kind of let the, uh, I guess, the conditions of the outing dictate how you pitch, that's when you get you get in trouble. So you got to keep the same mindset, the same mentality on the mound, and just keep throwing strikes, let the defense do their job, and you keep doing yours. What were you doing uh, well in that nine-strikeout, two-walk, five-inning outing on a Saturday? What was working for you? I feel like I did a, a lot better job of getting strike one, getting ahead early in the count, so that way they were more on the defensive, um, and then I can get get them you know, off balance with two strikes or whatever and, and put them away. Uh, what was it like watching uh, your cohorts, Trey Savage and Josh Groves, go to work this weekend? All you guys had stellar starts. No, it's it's really fun watching them. Um, and considering like I'm the old guy of the staff, so yeah. it's kind of like I don't know how to put that into words, but it's kind of cool watching them uh, go about their business and seeing how much they've matured since they've been here and how much better they've gotten. And and I, we we got a really good pitching staff this year, so. Really, uh, really pleased with how it's going. We've talked about your experiences, Carter, and uh, you know, AAC Pitcher of the Year last year. At coming off some struggles early in your career, like a lot of guys, but you you've gone through it yourself. So, what has been that jump? What what has Trey Savage done to make that leap from uh, last year to this year? In your opinion, well, last year um, out of the pen, he kind of relied on on really two pitches, you know, fastball, curveball, and. Uh, you know, this offseason, he, he's been working on, you know, expanding his arsenal. Um, and now he's throwing, you know, four quality pitches for strikes. And obviously, you know, he throws hard, but it's it's more so he's got four pitches for a strike. And he's really, really competitive and, uh, you know, doesn't let hitters beat him. He beats hitters. Uh, we'll talk to Josh Gross later, but I heard him with Coach O yesterday after the game. I remember against, I think, Georgetown, he said he only had to use two pitches. They were working. He just stuck with them. Yesterday, he said he went with four. He said everything but his slider was really working. How about you, Carter? How many do you got? How many uh, do you rely on? And, and how about specifically Saturday? What were you throwing? Uh, so I got I got four pitches, and uh, it's kind of interesting. So my arsenal at the beginning of the year is not the same as it is now. Me and uh, me and AK have been kind of fine-tuning and tweaking some things, trying to get more swings and misses. Um, and I guess Saturday, you know, they have a lot of lefties in their lineup, so we, we relied a lot on change-ups and, uh, and cutters to kind of separate the plate. You know, you go cutters in, get on their hands, and then change-ups away if they're off balance. So that was kind of the, the, uh, the game plan. And uh, sounds like it worked yeah. for you guys. Great stuff. And then you've got uh, Garrett going midweek with, with the relievers. And midweeks usually are looked at as, all right, give me two or three innings here, and we're going to work the bullpen. Garrett's gone, I think, five-plus the last two midweeks. That's huge for you guys, right? Absolutely, yeah. And it's kind of giving our uh, our bullpen a little bit extra rest, so they're fresher for uh, – for weekends and whatnot, but uh, but you know it's been huge having uh, him step up and go you know five six innings for the past two weeks. One thing about this team as a whole, we've seen it with the two way U and and everybody that Cliff can sub in in the lineup or in the field, but pitching wise as well. Right now, and you were and Garrett were out of the bullpen a lot 
last year. Mayhew didn't know if he was a starter, reliever, whatever. I mean, so many different roles. Now you've got so many go-to guys you can count on out of the bullpen. And Wide Lunsford Shankman uh, has been a guy that uh, has been good. You've got Jaden Winter who hasn't allowed a run uh, so far this year. We know what Brock can do. We know what Young Root can do. Jake Hunter, as we said, mm-hmm. coming on uh, uh, during the break is really coming on. Like I, I, you guys have just a bevy of weapons there. Yeah, it's uh, definitely the most talented and, and deep pitching staff we've ever had since I've been here, and and uh, it's cool watching it. Like actually you know go out there and happen right because we talk about it all the time but it doesn't always end up that way um for whatever reason but this year it's it's really cool seeing guys step up and take advantage of their opportunities and go out there and shove it has been fantastic to uh watch this season so far uh, carter spivey joining us and really you look back to to that duke game i think we talked to you last time just a lot of walks in that game kind of sloppy since then you you guys have given your team a chance to win for the most part it seems like and again i said it with gary but it's very simple uh, keep the walks under control you're going to win or either have a chance to win at the end of the game absolutely there's a uh, interesting correlation between the amount of walks or hit by pitches given up to to runs allowed um so you know typically it's it's a one-to-one ratio you walk four guys you're probably going to give up around four runs yeah um so we kind of had a, a little come to jesus meeting after the duke game and as a pitching staff we're uh, holding ourselves to a, a high standard of not allowing more than four walks a game Carter Spivey joining us. Uh, was at the Friendly Confines winning a series, sweeping a series this weekend. Back at a minor league park. You guys are like minor league ball players now <laughs> with all these minor league parks. You'll be heading to Fayetteville. Have you ever been to that ballpark? I have not, actually. Yeah. Chandler uh, has been. He'll be there this Wednesday. Said it was very nice. And mm. uh, another thing I noted last hour, you guys leave Clark LeClaire. All right, let's get the Road Warrior mentality going. And then you walk into a stadium and it's like all ECU fans. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I mean, I that's, it. that's the best. <laughs> <laughs> Even your true road game at North Carolina yep. was the ECU fans there. Yep, so, like, uh, I guess you can experience that again on Wednesday. And hey, it doesn't change the outcome, probably, but does give you guys a little pep, I would imagine. Absolutely. It's the best fan base in college baseball. Yes, sir. I'll die by that. And uh, another a big one against Campbell. You uh, you owe those guys one, right? We do. We do. They got us last time. we got to get, get them this time. And, uh, gosh, how many times have you played against Campbell in your career now, Carter? I mean, they're on the schedule at least what, twice every year. So. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Because I think COVID, we only played them once. So this is probably the ninth time I've played them. Yeah. And uh, they are a thorn in the side. But not just that. you got to give them respect. They're a top 25 team. Oh, they're, they're a very talented ball club. Yeah. And uh, they got good pitching. they got good hitters. It's going to be a really good game. George Mason coming up this weekend. And finally getting closer and closer, uh, Carter, to the conference schedule where you'll be playing conference opponents. And... One of the most of all the mind blowing stats for ECU this this run that you guys have been on making uh, regionals, super regionals, all that is the record in conference play. And I, I mean, you're beating some pretty good teams, but just the way you're doing it is phenomenal. And I know you you know that's looking ahead, but another conference season coming up. You guys have been so good in conference ball. Yeah, I mean, it just comes down to to showing up to the ballpark every day, ready to play, knowing that we're going to get every team's best shot. You know, with with how we performed the last four or five years, uh, you know every team's gunning for us. They want yep. to take over our spot, so we got to be able to uh, to show up and and know that every team's going to be gunning for us, and we got to be able to to play our best brand of baseball. Clip Rock here alongside Carter Spivey, Shirley Rhodes, uh, Chandler got Randolph in YouTube saying good afternoon to us and says hit those likes, folks. Yeah, we got twenty eight more people viewing on YouTube. 
then we have likes so if you liked or enjoyed what carter spivey did on saturday hit the thumb i mean it's as simple as that i'm not asking you to do much just just click it just do it for me do it for carter man <laughs> do you is it you got something against carter spivey i mean no I, do it for him uh world baseball classic going on carter and i gotta mm-hmm. be honest i've been in college basketball hibernation the last four sure, days yeah. only watching college basketball can't blame you so i have not uh followed this much i know that trey turner hit a monster grand slam the other night mm-hmm. I, I trey turner's a great player i liked having him uh in my mlb the show online league a couple years ago sure. but every team he's played for i hate it so i have to hate trey turner <laughs> it started with state yep. it went to the nats Dodgers and now Phillies. Phillies, yeah. I, I hate all those teams. So sorry, Trey Turner. Great guy. Great ball player. Thank you for doing that for America, but Absolutely. I still have to hate you, unfortunately. So once the WBC's over, you're going back to hate them. <laughs> I got to. I, I mean, I, I'm forced to, After unfortunately. After all he's done. After all, yeah. <laughs> that's how I treat the he- American heroes, but uh, yeah, that's, that's how it is. I mean, I would, uh, I'd root for Cuba over the Philadelphia Phillies, I can tell you that. Um, so, USA is in the championship. They will play either Mexico or Japan coming up Tuesday night. I do plan to watch that one. Have you checked out any of this? Uh, you know, a little bit. I've been following the uh, Team USA stuff, obviously. But, uh, I mean, that, how about that lineup? That's crazy. Yeah. You get uh, Betts, Trout, Goldschmidt, Arenado. I mean, that's, that's ridiculous how how talented that lineup is but it just looks like they're having fun a lot of passion for the game so i love i love watching that all the way down to cedric mullins who i do like north carolina guy playing for the orioles who hit a home run last night and one of my favorite sports highlights ever is adam jones robbing the home run yeah that is uh that that is pretty awesome i was watching that live actually oh wow that was was really cool so uh championship coming up on fox sports one tuesday night in miami it'll be usa versus either mexico or japan they play tonight seven o'clock on fs1 and i wonder the availability of uh Otani in that one for Japan. If he'll be on the mound or just in the lineup. I wonder if they're saving him for uh could be for the championship. Could be there. That would be fun. Uh speaking of uh baseball, saw Burley had a big one the other day, hitting fifth in the lineup for the Cardinals, had four balls that had over one hundred miles per hour exit velocity. So he was uh he's getting it done and uh it's really cool to see. Absolutely. Former pirate. Played with that guy. Yeah. That's, <laughs> hey, I know that guy. I'm friends with that guy. Yeah. You could say that. A lot of a lot of great power. In fact, I saw uh, Bryce Harmon a little before your time, Carter, but former ECU first baseman, who was uh, speaking of the Phillies, and I didn't tell Bryce that I hated him yesterday. It was good to see him and talk to him, <laughs> but he was scouting for the Phillies yesterday. Oh, cool. Said he was eyeballing the center fielder for Missouri State, who had a yeah. good series, and also, obviously, Josh Groves and a bunch of Pirates as well. So, uh you always got eyeballs on you Absolutely. out there all time so that's yeah. what happens when you play for ecu <laughs> yeah that's true listen to that kids you want eyeballs on you come here and play baseball all right let's uh we got a little time to get to some viewer questions so uh didn't ask this one to garrett jansen asked and we just had a huge upset in the tournament fairly dickinson over purdue mm-hmm. but how about in all sports carter what is the greatest upset in sports history what comes to mind for you Oh, it's got to be the miracle on ice, right? USA yeah. over Russia in hockey. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. The call from Al Michaels. I feel, I feel like that's that's got to be the uh, the first the first answer, right? First thing I thought of as well, uh, the miracle on ice, which uh, we were not here for, but it happened. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's see. 
good question from gay stallings what is your favorite home-cooked meal oh i mean you can't go wrong with steak mashed potatoes and some sort of veggie classic american what sort of veggie are you going with there um so you got what'd you say steak potatoes and then another just you uh, go with a green uh could do green beans asparagus uh zucchini squash i don't know squash you used to eat a lot of squash from my grandma's back in the day how do you like your chicken cooked fried baked or grilled grilled all right i guess uh that explains the shape you're in the shape i'm in <laughs> uh android or iphone iphone okay uh, this is a reference to Will Ferrell playing Harry Carey on Saturday Night Live in the okay. 90s. If you were a hot dog and you were starving, would you eat yourself? I mean, I guess so, right? If you're a hot, I mean, if that's the only You have no other option. Yeah, might as well, right? Yeah. I guess, where, well, where would you start? Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's an impossible question. Maybe take know. off a pinky? I guess. <laughs> like a little... Uh, Something I don't really need. Cocktail weenie type thing? All right, uh, let's see. Some questions from last week. i got to ask Groves about that. Chris Cunningham says, why does Groves' flat grill always look like this? Which Garrett said it's a lot cleaner than that. We'll ask Josh Groves. Yeah, yeah, that's, a, that's a good question for him. that is a dirty grill. Yeah. Um, that was last week when we Boneyard Banner was giving advice to players. Yeah, um, yeah. A lot of that going on. Any good uh, fan advice you've heard this year that you've taken? Honestly, no. Okay. Do you got any tips uh, for Carter? Let him know. (laughs) Yeah, let me hear him. (laughs) Glad to hear him. Uh, Let's see. Uh, What's the go-to song on your playlist at the moment? Ooh. uh, Probably. It's got to be Morgan Wallen, I guess. Uh, Anything from his new album or his previous album, The the Dangerous. It seems to be hot with the youths. Absolutely. I hear his name quite a bit. You know who's a big Morgan Wallen fan? Big Hoof. Hoof. Yes, because he said it last week, and um, I don't know how I even found this, but he has a song about the 98 Braves. Yeah, and his new album, yeah. I looked at the the lyrics on that and was like, wow, okay, maybe I should at least check out that one (laughs) because I remember that season. Uh this one got some controversy going last week. Okay. Best player all time in each of the big four pro sports. I'm assuming so, that's baseball, basketball, football, and hockey. Yeah, are you a hockey guy? Uh, I mean, not really. If not, but, we'll just say uh, Wayne Gretzky. But I mean, I, I, I can, yeah, I mean Wayne Gretzky's obviously <laughs> up there, uh, definitely a goat there. Um, let's see, basketball, probably go LeBron. Okay. Um, football, uh, we'll go Brady. Yeah. And then baseball. There's so many there's so many choices. Are we going with Roids or no? <laughs> That's a great question. I guess you Barry Bonds. Yeah, I mean, yeah, gonna, yeah. But if, if we're going without steroids, I mean, you can't can't argue Babe Ruth. But uh, also, I guess the sleeper would be Willie Mays. All right, sleeper pick. So there you go. You you've got to have the asterisk in those baseball conversations, unfortunately. Absolutely. So, um, but hey, we don't know Babe Ruth wasn't juicing back. That's then. fair. That's a very fair statement. <laughs> I, the pictures I've seen did not look like <laughs> yeah, a juicer. I would I would assume that he was not. Um, but you never know. Never know. I I never saw a test one way or the other. All right, uh, Campbell coming up midweek, and then George Mason uh, coming to town, and. You guys will get the scouting reports on them uh, later in the week, right? Yep. You guys don't. I, I still find it fascinating that you guys don't know much about the opponent like three days out, but that's Mm-mm. the way it is. Yeah, we're just kind of focusing on, on what we're doing. Yeah. Know? And then we'll, we'll learn what we need to learn when uh, 
or when the time comes so how much it was interesting to hear you say that your your pitches what you were kind of going with to start the year is not the same as it is now how much tinkering like do you do during a season with that stuff with i don't know anything with your your wind up or anything like that uh mechanically no but uh you know obviously with pitching like the actual pitches themselves like they can look great in a bullpen but if they don't really work in game then um you know you can kind of mess around with some different stuff to figure out what works and that's kind of what what happened here as uh you know we looked at some of the analytics and the numbers and stuff and obviously just off the game performance and realized that probably a couple changes needed to be made to to get better and you know we worked on it for a couple weeks and obviously you see the last two weeks have been a lot better so i'll uh, just keep uh keep grinding in that aspect and uh, i tell you man i still feel a noticeable difference in the pace of play and uh, pitchers you probably like it the way it is mm-hmm. now but I, I kind of ask you this every week any uh, do you feel any different up there with the pitch clock all that stuff or Honestly, like it dislike it no, i mean I, I love it yeah. i think it's really good for for pace of play and i mean we're getting games done and I mean, three hours or less, yeah. which is really cool. But I also like it because it's it makes the hitters uncomfortable. I feel like because we're we're rushing and we're we're going, we're going, we're going, and they kind of got to keep up. So I'm a big fan of it. Even like announcing the batter, like uh, I feel like everything is just sped up. Yeah, like it. so, it's uh, it's definitely good for the pitchers and uh, the way you see you hit this weekend. Maybe good for us uh, as well. Absolutely. All right, Carter. Thanks for hanging out, man. Enjoyed yep. it. Uh, good thanks luck. And we'll talk me. to you again in a couple weeks. Sounds good. All right. We talked to Josh Gross, who joins us here in the Pirate Radio studios. Josh, great performance yesterday. Sweep over Missouri State. Everything good? Your what? Yeah, everything's good. I got a uh, a little a small complaint. Okay. So I came out of my four-day college basketball hibernation uh, to go out to the park yesterday. Only game I PA'd all weekend. And I was ready to see the chicken man himself, Josh Gross, throw another 10 strikeout performance. I get to do the epic KFC read and give everybody their free chicken leg. Only five strikeouts yesterday. I say this jokingly. I heard uh, you and Coach O after the game talking about the the light contact uh, you forced yesterday, how you were commanding the zone uh, and everything was working. But what a performance, seven and two-thirds. I know you wanted to get that eight. Yeah, I uh, couldn't quite get there. 108 pitches thrown. But that was, uh, they announced in the press box yesterday, Josh, your longest performance uh, in your ECU career. So seven and two-thirds of work. Uh, masterful yesterday, just three hits. How'd you feel out there? I felt good. I felt really good. And, uh, you know, I think the soft contact and the, the low strikeouts helped with my pitch count, <clears throat> but the walks obviously didn't help with the pitch count. But uh, if I went eight, I was pretty confident I was going to go back out for nine, just try and, you know, do a complete game. But, uh, yeah, I was pretty, I was pretty, I wouldn't say upset, but kind of just bummed I couldn't finish out that eighth inning. So five walks, but two of those came in that eighth inning, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, to, and if you could have just got through that, yeah. uh, might have could have gone the distance. But So just three walks through seven innings, that, that's a good number. You'll live with that, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, all year the walks have been kind of high, but obviously for me, I guess three through seven would be really, really good. Um, but five is just... Actually, AK was joking around. When I came out of the game, he came over and he said, congratulations, Josh, on tying your career high with walks. So, thanks, Coach. That, that really makes me happy. Always a little something there uh, to get better at. So you, you go, and this is stuff I think about. I probably, I guess, I have a glass half empty 
sports perspective is probably being a Washington fan my entire life and the commander slash Redskins mm-hmm. have hurt me so much. Right. But I'm thinking, all right, Missouri State, great offensive team. Bats have been cooled off Friday and Saturday. Like they're due. They're due at least for a home run or something. Yeah. No. Like you come out, you shut them down too. Like, are you thinking about that at all? Like, where's this offense I've been hearing about? Because your pitchers held them down all weekend. Yeah, I don't I didn't I wasn't really thinking that to be honest with you, because uh we knew coming into the series that they had a really good offense. I think they led the nation in home runs last year or, or were a top five team in home runs yeah. or and they've had a lot this year and um we knew that their their uh pitching staff was really good too but i don't know trey set the tone pretty good on friday and and they didn't scratch really anything off of him i don't think he gave a run he might give up two runs actually I, I can't remember but spivey did a great job yesterday and so my game plan was just to follow the same plan that you know the, the pitching plan that coach knight's been putting in play and uh clearly it worked pretty well just a, a tremendous run pitching wise and then we can go back to the keith leclerc classic uh friday saturday sunday you go up four three and then two uh in the game you pitched against georgetown where uh, you had a great game and then you go to uh you know the, the liberty weekend mm-hmm. two two and one mm-hmm. the offense for the other team scored this weekend zero three and one so just uh and i kind of go back to that duke game again where the walks got out of hand hit by pitches like since then you guys have pretty much pitched good enough to win every game to keep you in it until the end yeah i think that uh and that duke game was really just one inning i feel like that's the only really poor inning of pitching we've had um as a as a staff but uh yeah i mean every every game we've played in uh, we've played in a lot of one run games at least until you know we have that one inning when we kind of break it open yeah. but it seems like for most of the game it's a 2-0 or 3 to 1 type of game and uh, our pitching staff's been great just keeping it there and letting our hitters um you know do the rest of the work and you're in i asked carter about this you're in a tight game pretty much and then the pirates do score six, three in the sixth mm-hmm. uh they get one in the seventh and and by the time you're out four more in the eighth just mm-hmm. for good measure but so you're you're pitching in high stress situations it's a close game how about if it it gets out of hand or whatever like do you feel any different pitching in a eight nothing game than you do a one nothing game you know what i'm saying um earlier in my career i would say i would i would think that you kind of look at that as you kind of take the foot off the gas a little bit but um for me i just i I, my mental cue is just to treat every inning like it's a tied game and and uh so whenever we put up the three and the six i mean i i really i don't really pay attention a lot to the offense when i'm in the dugout because my mind's just focused on doing my job the next inning I heard you after the game with Coach O yesterday. You said, I think it was the Georgetown game I go back to, where you said, really, you only needed two of your pitches. It was working. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. You Mm -hmm. were just going with that. You said yesterday you were mixing more in. I believe you said you wished your slider was a little more effective. But outside of that, were you working everything yesterday? Yeah, and I think think that's because, uh, I mean, Coach Knight does a great job of of doing his scouting reports. And they're a really good offensive team, and, and they're well coached. So it's not like they're up there. Um, we know with no plan, so I think the more, you know, whenever a situation comes where you need to, where you need to throw a different pitch, it's good to have those other two in your back pocket. But um, all weekend, I mean, if you look at like the the tendencies of like what Trey like last week, Trey threw like fifty cutters in his outing, and he threw maybe fifteen on Friday night, and I I, I didn't throw really any curveballs <clears throat> or changeups in, in the last two weeks, and I threw probably twenty percent of those uh, yesterday, so. Just good at mixing it up and, and not letting a certain team get a, you know, kind of 
pick you out pick you apart easily and you get credit for that and you give austin knight credit for that as well uh with the scout how about carter spivey said his pitches he's throwing now are are different the the plan's a little different than it was going into the year Mm -hmm. how about for you have you kind of stuck with what you had going into the year have you changed anything at all uh the plan for me going into the the year and really going into last summer and in the fall was just just to continue to develop those other two pitches because i think i've always had a good fastball a good slider but uh for me to be a good starting pitcher the goal was to really develop that curveball and change up and the change up um, has been doing a lot better and uh, continuing just to work on those other two pitches. I think that you know my 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 pitches haven't changed, but my the, my efficiency of them has gotten better. So, from my little baseball understanding, the changeup is designed to look like it's a fastball coming, but coming at a different speed. Does it? Does it do anything? Uh, yeah. Different? So, well, my my changeup is actually pretty hard. A good, like you, ideally, you want to have a changeup that's like eight to ten miles an hour slower than your fastball. But my changeup has always been more like a sinker because it's it's only like four miles an hour, five miles an hour off my fastball. But uh, what makes it good is that it has that good like kind of arm side down fade to it. Um, but you know, if if you throw a good changeup that's got a good speed differential, you can it can go straight and go and kind of fade off it. Uh, kind of just depends on where you throw it. Josh Groves joining us. Got a lot of Josh Groves specific questions from listeners we'll get to in a moment. Uh, but got a couple here on YouTube. And I'll ask this one because I told you uh, I enjoyed your chat with Brian Bailey uh, from Logan's. You said you, you'll be out there again tonight for all you Josh Groves fans. Go check them out. Um, but you and Cliff were kind of joking around, I think, that <laughs> night. Uh, but this question is, it says, Coach Godwin doesn't joke or laugh a lot in interviews. Does he do that stuff behind the scenes? He kind of has a dry, sarcastic sense of humor in interviews, which is funny in itself. So how about Cliff behind the scenes? I, he's very, very serious. Get your work done. We've seen his his sense of humor. How about him behind the scenes? I mean, what you see is what you get with him. I mean, he's uh, he's a pretty serious guy. I mean, and, and you know, he's he has his moments where he, he can take a little more sarcasm but uh i have learned the hard way that uh you got to pick and choose your moments with him and it seems like i choose the wrong moments every <laughs> single time but uh no he's uh he's a pretty serious guy but but you do see some flashes with him um you know of, of him mixing some jokes yeah. and some humor too when he comes in here i very rarely drop the first joke i make sure because i want to feel him out like is he ready to joke right, today right. or are we in a serious deal right so if he drops one i'm like all right well i can go with one if not i'll i'll stay straight laced the whole time you gotta know yeah yeah that's you gotta know your skill. audience definitely a skill you gotta learn with him <laughs> that i'm still working on all right uh let's see uh, does the cold weather as of late affect guys' performance pitching or hitting more? How about for you personally? I don't mind it personally. I think that uh, you know when you're when you're moving and your body's hot, it's it's pretty hard to stay cold. And um, you know we do a good job of, of keeping your body's warm in the dugout. And Womack does a good job of using all of his machines and whatever on you. So uh, I, I don't think. Uh, that it's it's affected anyone on our team or pitchers, but regardless, because we've got out there and dominated the last few weekends. So, yeah, and it, I guess this was like the first weekend. It's been actually pretty cold. The last week was pretty cold, but it looks like it should be pretty warm this weekend. Uh, has Zach Womack's mustache affected his ability at all as a trainer? Uh, Is that thing I saw a picture of this weekend. Yeah. It's, it's even got curls. Yeah, he had a little curl to it. Uh, I don't know. I think. 
I think he does a good job with the mustache. You know, he's a good uh, good marketer for the mustache march. He might win the actual competition if <laughs> yeah. he was in it. He's got a shot. He would have a shot. The way that thing's going. Uh, also, do you does the team pay attention to the rankings at all? The can you use it as motivation uh, or you know i don't think i think everyone at this point uh that's been in this program for a while knows that the rankings don't really matter until june when you're trying to see who's hosting and who's not hosting and so you know i'm sure everyone on our team has you know knows knows what we are ranked but i don't think it it's uh it affects how we play or how we go about our business i can tell you this uh josh specifically doesn't pay attention to the team's record because he walked in here and said what's our record <laughs> So that's a good thing. Uh, I did show them, but uh, you just want to worry about the next day and the next team and the next opponent. Uh, for ECU, that'll be Campbell yeah. coming up on Wednesday. Just talking to Josh about the World Baseball Classic, which I have not been following, but I will be on Tuesday night as USA will play the winner of Japan and Mexico in the championship on Tuesday night, 7 o'clock down in Miami. You've been keeping an eye on that, Josh? Yeah, I have. I watched uh, watched every game that we, they've played in. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, Trey Turner, glad what he did for America, but he plays for every team that I hate his entire <laughs> career, uh, including college, so can't root for the guy. But it is cool to see our best going at it. And I saw somebody say that it kind of reinvigorated them and reminded them of what the All-Star game used to be now it's more of an exhibition i think it's always kind of been an exhibition but they used to go harder there's highlights of uh was it pete rose taking a play a catcher out during the all-star game and things like that but this is a really neat event because you can tell the guys aren't there just to be there they want to win it for their country so it is pretty cool and i like seeing the uh the latin teams and how much energy and passion and that like different style of baseball than maybe the japanese players in america so it's it's a lot of fun i'll check it out uh tomorrow night on fs1 all right uh josh really buried the lead today if i did what he did earlier today i would have led with it but uh all right so first of all if you guys throw a shutout you get a reward yeah what is that reward we get we get pitchers bp so we today uh was off day so after lift we took uh pitchers bp today so how many swings do you get uh you kind of eyeball it but usually we we say rounds of five but it's really like 10 okay and uh you kind of go until people behind you tell you to get out (laughs) all right they want to go (laughs) so roughly how many swings did you get today uh i probably took 30 swings today (laughs) and one of those uh are we talking jungle uh parking lot the trees in left field nice josh crow's going uh yammy today hit a dinger in uh pitcher's bp and uh, you said there was a lot of balls flying out of the yard. Yeah, yeah. We had uh, Charlie Hodges hit one, Shankman, um, who, uh, Danny Beal, uh, Jordan Little. I think uh, Landon Ginn had one. Trey hit a ground rule double, hop over the fence. But uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of good swings today. Best. All right, when we got put our the bunch down the too, you know. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, are we willing to say we have the best hitting pitching staff in America? uh yeah we can say that at least yep. in practice yeah <laughs> yeah and so Man. so how about this so you go up you, you go you get in the game you get a hold of one and you know it's gone what are you doing immediately after that well i would probably throw my bat as far as i could 
Um, and then I would probably bear crawl around the bases. <laughs> all right, so you're getting ejected. Cliff yep. is suspending you for two weeks. Yeah, but it's all worth it's it. Totally worth it. I would actually, I'd probably retire. Just, just take up. the jersey yeah. off. Literally, hat tip the cap yeah. to the crowd. I would, like, I would done. touch home plate and just walk out of the stadium and drive home. <laughs> oh man, that's good stuff. Uh, that would be awesome. I hope I'm at that game. <laughs> Uh, ladies and gentlemen, one final time, Josh Gross as he makes his way through the parking lot with no shirt on. Uh, that would be fantastic. All right, so, uh, yeah, that's cool. Is that the only reward? Is that So what other incentives? Like, do you guys get other cool stuff for performing well? Uh, we get an off day on Monday. All right, always you'll always take that. Speaking of which, you guys have been playing a lot on Tuesday. No uh, Tuesday game tomorrow, so Carter Spivey said – Hopefully a nice, clean, swift practice. Is that uh, the plan for Tuesday? Yeah, probably uh, probably just a regular practice tomorrow, nothing crazy, and then uh, we'll get ready for Campbell on Wednesday. What about you uh, personally? How many tosses you throw, and what are you doing tomorrow, two uh, days after So I threw, I played light catch today, and then I won't I won't touch a baseball tomorrow. I'll lift, and then um, I'll, play, I'll play catch again on Wednesday, and then I'll throw a bullpen Thursday. You know uh, things can change being a part of this program as far as the rotation, heck, the batting order, the li- like everything. Uh, mm-hmm. Cliff can can change it on the drop of a dime. But right now, your savage Spivey Gross has been dominant on the weekends. You've settled into those roles. Are you enjoying that, kind of knowing when your name and number is going to be called? Yeah, I, I love it. I think um, everyone will tell you that when you can kind of plan out your week ahead of time and you're not kind of playing the guessing game it just makes you feel way more prepared when you finally get to go out and perform because you feel like you've done everything you could that week and you weren't rushed you felt like you did it you know you prepared every way you could you practiced you knew what it was going to look like and it wasn't like you know you go to bed last year sometimes you would you would get get done with the friday night game and then at 10 o'clock coach would tell you you're starting the next day and you're like well i you know i haven't got off a mountain in two days i guess that's okay but uh yeah, it's, it's, it's just nice knowing that you have every, as much time as you need to get ready. All right, let's get to some uh, viewer-listener questions. And this one, Tyler says, I thought I saw Gross talking through a pitch on the ESPN Plus broadcast. Does he normally do this? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to look crazy out there, but I do talk to myself pretty much every single pitch. <laughs> like mid-pitch? Like right before I throw it. Yeah. Well, like seen max scherzer do that that guy's an absolute yeah that guy freak. takes to a different level <laughs> so uh just i don't know calming yourself giving yourself advice just chatting yeah it up. yeah just just having a conversation you know all right uh schizophrenia like out there <laughs> i'll pay more attention to that <laughs> next uh weekend uh let's see what is the greatest upset in sports history it's a tough one but um probably when the average joe's beat globo gym <laughs> okay that was a bold strategy, Cotton. We'll yeah. see if it pays off, and it did. It did. All right. Um, favorite movie? I feel like we've asked these, but we'll do it again. Uh, oh, yeah. You're a comedy guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. You weren't Blades of Glory, were you? That was my favorite sports movie. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right, non-sports <clears throat> movie. Um, I don't know. I mean, Old School's pretty good. Step Brothers is great. All the hangovers are unreal. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, right. those are all those are all pretty solid. We see the genre that you enjoy. How about TV series? What's your favorite? Um, there is a show on Amazon Prime called The Terminal List. That was pretty good. It was like only one season. It's pretty new. Um, Say, I'm sorry. What the, was that? The Terminal List. Okay. 
I don't think I've seen it. It's got Chris Price, like a Navy SEAL, and he tries to... Well, I don't want to ruin it, but it's, right. it's a good series. Okay. Um, I don't I don't really have a favorite TV. So I like to watch a lot of TV. I mean, Family Guy is good to just flip on. Yeah. Do you like um, like those 30-minute comedies, uh, Office, Community, Yeah, those, are, those are funny, yeah. Just throw one of them on? The, like, those are the ones you just, you just find on TV, and you like every episode you can watch. It's not like you got to watch them in order or anything yeah. like that. Um, Adam says, with you having a bigger role this season, are you having more fun out there, or is it similar feeling to previous seasons? Um, I'd say it's pretty similar. I mean, you, you have, you have, I feel like I contribute more to our team than – because um, you have more opportunities. But uh, I'd say that's, I have a lot of fun. Johnny says, Josh did not receive any third strike favors from behind the plate, <laughs> but still remained focused. What's your secret? Uh, <clears throat> well, if you act like you're upset, then Cliff <laughs> rightfully takes you out of the baseball game. So not getting frustrated, not showing any bad body language, and uh, you know just making a better pitch, not leaving it up to the umpire, I guess. Did you see the clip of the umpire ringing up the kid for the final strike of the game? That I was did not. Low. So, guy complains about the strike two call, very demonstrative, kind of jumps up. I, you can't do that, shouldn't do that. Next pitch in the other side of the batter's box in the dirt, ump rings him up just because he showed him up. Oh, oh, you mean I thought you meant our game. You no, 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 no. Yeah. yeah, I did see that. Yeah, I did see that. I did, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah that's you bad. can't show up an ump, but dude, yeah, but <laughs> that's that's all on the ump. He should get fired for that. I believe he did, or at least suspended. So, yeah, all right. Um, interesting question earlier from craig what charity is most important to you and why if you uh charity. make a lot of money in your professional career one way or the other whatever it is what charity would you donate to uh well the only really charity that i've ever been around is the semper five fund <clears throat> and they're a nonprofit through the marine corps and um they just do a lot of work for for families independence and uh some scholarship funds and, and that kind of stuff like that great all right good answer um Let's see what else we got. We had a lot of Josh Gross. So this is going back to last week. This was a question for – this is from Chris Cunningham. Question for Josh <laughs> Moylan. Why does Josh Gross's flat grill always look like this? Now, Garrett Saylor said earlier, this is inaccurate. Your grill stays relatively clean. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is very inaccurate. Okay. So my, you keep a grill clean grill? spotless, yes. Spotless, he says. All right. I, would, I, could, I would lick my grill. It would, it would be amazing. <laughs> I heard some salmon went on that grill yeah, recently. What, what's your favorite thing to grill? Uh, I don't know, probably steaks, yeah. ribeye. Can't but yeah, that. salmon's really good on there. Chicken's good. Uh, me and Sailor grill out a lot. We grill out probably once, at least once a week. Another question from Chris, who I'm assuming has some relation to that's Carter. Car, that's Carter's dad. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he says, what's going on with Josh here in that photo? Uh... Well, we just walked off. Starling just walked off yeah. on Saturday, and uh, clearly really excited. Yeah. So. <laughs> pumped up. Yeah, ready to go. Uh, another walk off for the. I mean, when you're down by one in the ninth, do you just go ahead and grab the Gatorade bottle? Like we're about to walk. Like well, whenever that's actually funny you say that because whenever we've got the first two guys on and no outs, I went and over and, and grabbed a water bottle. <laughs> I filled it up all the way first and then grabbed it and I'm just holding it. Yeah, to some that would be a jinx for this team. No, I mean yeah. they're going to do it. They're going to get the win. How do you like your chicken, Josh? Fried, baked, or grilled? I like it grilled. All right. Uh, Gay Stallings asks, what's your favorite home-cooked meal? Mm. Which you're doing a lot of home-cooking now, but how about yeah. like when you're with your folks or 
growing uh, up? I don't know. My dad and my my both my parents cooked basically every meal growing up. But I like salmon. My dad has a good salmon on the grill. He does a good uh, um, a good good steak. Mom makes good lasagna. Mm, I don't I have lasagna. I don't have one particular favorite. So I need to get into the. Um, more of a fish healthy eating what how do give me a good salmon recipe like what do you do with your salmon what do you um, put on it? you usually put like a little bit of olive oil on it and then uh some salt and pepper and some lemon juice or i mean you can put any kind of rub you, you, you right. want on salmon what's the side do you like with it like rice and and some broccoli or something like I'll that i'll look into that need to do that android or iphone iphone okay uh if you were a hot dog and you were starving would you eat yourself How would you do that? Now, I guess there's a lot of questions about this scenario. Are you the bun, too? Because is that already a thing? If so, would you start there? And I feel like you already do eat yourself because you're in, you know, like you're in it. <laughs> now, my brain's in a pretzel. I don't know. If don't my know, brain was a pretzel, a, would you eat it? I guess you would have to. Yeah, you're starving. Yeah. I mean, last resort. Go for it. What, what, what would you eat first? If I was a hot dog? Or like me. <laughs> All right. If I was starving. You yourself oh, are okay. a hot dog. Okay. But you have the same body parts. Oh, what would you, you have eat like first? limbs. Okay. Yeah. Um, probably toes. So you can still have feet. And then you, need, you might need your hands at some point. So good answer. Toes. Yeah. All right. Good answer. Uh, what's your go-to song on your playlist? Uh... <laughs> I don't know. I I, I kind of just hit shuffle on the playlist. You're into comedic movies and TV shows. How about comedic music? Like Tenacious D thing. or Lonely Island? Yeah, there's some... Comedi- uh, comedic music. You ever heard of Tenacious D? Jack Black's band? I've heard of Jack Black. Yeah, you should check out some oh, Tenacious D. Oh, you mean the, the show, the, the movie Tenacious D? Well, that was a movie D? and a I show. Yeah. A movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a whole, like, they play real music. I like, I like country music, and uh, that's pretty much it. Well, I, I like some... I guess it's called EDM. Okay. Those are always good, like in the locker room and stuff like that. All right. Best pro player of all time in each of the big four pro sports. So, first of all, are you a hockey guy at all? Uh, I like to watch hockey, but I don't really follow it. Like, if it's on, uh, like, like going to hockey games are fun, but, I mean, obviously, I feel like Wayne Gretzky is the best. Yeah. Got to say him. Moylan went name. with Ovechkin just because he's a DMV guy. I do like the Caps. Yeah, yeah. Ovechkin will probably be up there, too. Um Wait, so what are the big four? Baseball, football, basketball, and hockey. Hockey, yep. okay. Baseball, I feel like Mike Trout. He's he's probably going to end up there. Um, football. Can Mike Trout do something in the postseason? That's going to be his yeah, thing. I don't like know. He's got to get there and win some postseason games. game for that. Yep. But, um, All right. Football and hoops. Football. Well, hoops, Michael Jordan. And then football. Um, I don't know. I mean, the greatest quarterback of all time is probably Tom Brady. Yeah. How about non-QB? Um, the greatest running back of all time is probably Emmitt Smith. Mm. I know. You're not, you're not a Cowboys fan. I'm not either. But, no, but and, and this, maybe I am biased, but like he ran behind the greatest O-line ever. Like yeah. Barry Sanders, I feel like, did more than Emmitt Smith. But this is your decision. Why am I talking? <laughs> Emmitt Smith is his answer. Most touchdowns, most everything. Emmett Smith. Um, Scott says barbecue or ham? How are those related? <laughs> <laughs> this is his question. Like, I mean, they're both pork. 
Which one are you taking? Ham. I mean, like like a ham sandwich or a barbecue plate of food? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not Scott. <laughs> You're uh, going ham? Yeah. All right. He's a ham man, just like Tony Collins. All right. There's, um, I think that's it. for. The I'm year. a ham man. Thank you, Tony. Appreciate it. All right. So, uh, Josh Gross, coming up, you've got Campbell. You owe those guys one. Yep. Great team. They are a very good team. Top 20, top yep. 25 team. I think they're, I think they're like 18th right now or something like that. George Mason coming up this weekend. You ever been to that park in Fayetteville? Nope. No, never been to it. All right. Another. I've never been to any of the minor league parks in North Carolina. Well, now you have. Yeah. <laughs> you are traveling to all of them just yeah. about. You're supposed to play a game in Granger Stadium a couple years ago. I, but I, we're playing never, one game at the Tide Stadium in Norfolk, which is like 20 minutes from my house. I've been there a few times. You just, are playing one? Yeah, we're playing ODU there. In, oh, nice. In May. All right, May cool. 6th, I think, or 8th. I could be wrong, but aren't y'all going to Charlotte and playing in the ballpark yeah, down in the there? Yeah, the Knights Stadium. In downtown? Yeah. Which, Against I mean, Charlotte? That, Against, now, that view from behind home plate of the yeah. skyline is just is beautiful. Is it sweet? Yeah. The, the minor league park we played Queens in was really cool. I thought that was a cool park. Yeah, you guys have had some cool uh, venues this mm-hmm. year so far, and still a couple to go. Josh, thanks for hanging out, man. Yeah, thanks for having Keep me. Keep up the awesome work. You've been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. 